1: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
2: You a fireplace guy? Will you have the fire going tonight during the snow? Fireplace? I've
3: I've never no? tried to
2: operate in our house. We, we have, have one. Though, yeah.
3: Yeah, but like when we had an inspection, like they hadn't used in like fifteen years. Uh, you, gotta I get that thing, a, you
2: gotta get that thing clean I haven't called and the inspected. People.
3: Yeah, it's like a whole thing. So I haven't turned it on no yet. Cop. I think I just want to do a gas insert yeah. on the inside of it. Yeah. Or I want to do like a little pot belly one, right? Where you take the stovepipe up the top and it kind of sits on the interior. I just haven't made that jump yet. So, I wish I had no.
2: the, I once had an apartment that had a fireplace. It was it was nice. It was it was actually quite nice, but uh do not have Drew Yours doesn't have one, does it? Uh, no. no. It also,
4: that, that was one of the things I was looking forward to when going back oh. home to Indianapolis was the <laughs> fireplace. It was great. Yeah. So
2: it
3: also has a gas starter, our fireplace. Yeah, but they buried it under the hardwood. Oh, well, so like I oh, can't even you can't access even, you can't, the starter.
2: You can't. Yeah. no,
3: I can't even turn it on. Oh, well, then
2: forget that. That's annoying. <laughs> so Wait, they didn't
3: leave. Even when you get hardwoods, they usually are supposed to still leave a cutout. They did not do that. They just covered it. Well, that sucks. I don't have to tell you <laughs> that sucks. It's covered, so I can start a fire without oh, the gas I'm starter. I'm jealous that's fine, of those of you. I
2: haven't taken care of that. Jealous yet. of those of you that have uh, have a fireplace. The smell of firewood. Oh, not much better. Not much better than that, man. Even though I can't smell some of that still. I'm still a little congested. You but, sound better than Friday. Oh, so much but yeah, yeah. The voice, we're good, man. We're voice is strong. Perfect time. It's playoff week. Travis Kelsey, yesterday I want to talk about because I think we were all stunned when the news came out. You got some breaking news though, real yeah, quick. Yeah, just
3: a little bit. Um it's not related to football, but oh. news out of sporting Kansas City. The club announced that their match against Lionel Messi, against inter Miami. They're not going to play it at Sporting Park. They've moved that match to Arrowhead. (laughs) The first match they would have played at Arrowhead since a 2010 friendly versus Manchester United. How quickly they realized that the amount of stadium capacity required of that simply wouldn't work. So Sporting Kansas City is moving the Sporting Kansas City game or the Sporting Kansas City game against Inter Miami and Lionel Messi to Arrowhead Stadium.
2: Uh, Yeah, now it says tickets for the match are going to start at $65 and they'll go on sale beginning at noon on the 16th of January. No, it's actually that is phenomenal news. Now, if you're someone that already had tickets, maybe you're a little bitter, but if you did Or you have, were planning
3: on buying them to sell
2: them, you're maybe a little better. Yeah, but Arrowhead obviously is going to hold over 70,000. 65 bucks? 70,000 and I yeah, will I will do now that. Now, I feel like yeah, you can definitely go. Now, you can pay more for better tickets and all that, but that's smart. Everybody's happy about that. Everybody's going to make a little more money and they can have a, they can host a lot more people. Sporting KC's media
3: area, I mean, they can fit some people, they How can't many, fit the amount of people uh, who would be there for a messy game.
2: Now, I'm just going to be fascinated to know what's the what what are they actually going to get capacity, attendance I would assume they'd sell out. out. I I mean, I could be wrong,
3: man, but I, and I know some of the messy stuff will be.
2: Yes. I think some of the messy
3: stuff will have died down by then. but I think there's a pretty good chance you're going to be talking about Arrowhead Stadium having, you know, 70,000 people watching Messi.
2: It's a good test run for the World Cup. It is. It's a good test run for that because you're going to be having sold out 65, 70000 for the World Cup in 2026. So, okay, yeah, that's cool news. Props to sporting on that. Obviously, they're excited. They're going to make more money off the game, too. Everybody's happy. Chiefs are happy. Smart decision by those involved. I was mentioning Kelsey, though, before. Just We know he sat out yesterday, and that was surprising. I think everybody assumed they were going to give him a drive, get him at 16 and yeah. get out. We learn before the game he's inactive. We learn after the game from Andy that this was Travis Kelsey's call.
3: Travis, he is a humble,
1: humble guy. And so he just, it, it's different because of the financial part of it with, with Chris. He didn't want to be selfish or come across as selfish. I mean, everybody's all the players want him to play, but he just goes, you know what? I don't like the way it feels. Um, he's not into that. And so
3: he chose not to play. And um, um, I i completely understand
1: it. Uh, but thats that's him. I mean, that's... Most guys would have gone out and probably done it, but he he uh, he said, "I've got a lot
3: of records. This one here, um, you know, I'm not I'm not going to do it this way."
2: It's a very unselfish thing to do, and it, it obviously, if you're Kels, not that he needed anything to make him more beloved in Kansas City, but that he did. that plays extremely well. Yeah, eight sounds better than seven straight. But I'm excited for a healthy and fresh, I think, Travis Kelsey. In the postseason, it's clear it's been a frustrating year despite almost being another 1,000-yard season. He's older. His body gets more banged up. It doesn't recover as quickly. I think that was so important. And If he has an impressive postseason, which is likely anyway, um, I think you can attribute a lot of it to that unselfish decision that he made a decision that helps the team maybe long-term if they were to go on a playoff run.
3: I think, yeah, it doesn't hurt, right? In no way does this hurt their odds of beating them. Travis Kelsey... We don't need to talk about experience. One game off is not going to hurt. Right, right. Not going to hurt his ability to get open. Not going to hurt his ability to, if anything, the only thing you can do is help. Like you said, you could just feel more fresh, feel more refreshed. But he was barely, the the crazy part called is, what was he going to be like? Not refreshed? He was going to play maybe a drive. He wasn't going to play as long as Chris Jones chasing those 16 yards. Okay. He was going to play like eight plays. Was he going to be worn out from eight plays? No, probably not, which makes the lack of selfishness in this and the leadership part of this is a lot from where just Travis Kelsey's grown from the beginning, especially in a year in which it seems like he's been frustrated from the second the season started. He was annoyed at the people in training camp. He was thrown his helmet a couple of weeks ago, and Andy was, like, telling him to chill out. I think this has been a frustrating year for, for Travis because he's fallen short of his normal expectation. The team's fallen short of his normal expectation. He's been more dinged up than normal. So it would have been easy for him to just be like, you know, after all this nonsense, I'm still going to go get my 1,000 yards, and I'm going to keep my streak alive, and I'm going to go to eight straight 1,000-yard seasons. And instead he was like, no, it's better that I rest, take a break, take a mental break, take a physical break, and come back next week against Miami because this isn't serving a purpose. I was surprised. I was surprised he didn't go for the 16 yards from the beginning when he was that short. I figured he'd go for it.
2: Uh, ultimately, I think it's something we're going to be glad that happened, though. I just do. I mean, if if Kelsey, if we're like watching whether it's against the Dolphins or if the Chiefs are fortunate enough to advance, and if he like, man, he's moving around quicker, as he look fresher and all that, and yeah. like re-energized all that, I think we can directly point to this past game. On Sunday, it's easy to happens.
3: forget that over the last five seasons, when the Chiefs have been going through this run, Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes have played nearly the equivalency of an entire extra regular season. Not everybody on the team. I think sometimes that can be overblown because it's not like, you know, um Isaiah Pacheco hasn't yeah. played the equivalency so- of an entire regular season. Chris Jones has. Patrick Mahomes. Travis Kelsey, and then maybe, I don't know, needs You would have had to been here the entire yeah, time.
2: I, I understand why we as fans make the correlation to, oh, they saw some other guy get hurt. Now they're not playing. I, I just don't believe that's what happened. Someone said, stop it. They saw Sam Laporta get hurt, told him hell no. Inactives were due at, what, 130 yesterday. Yeah, Sam Laporta work. got hurt at 120. You think the Chiefs in 10 minutes all of a sudden said, we were going to let you get your record, man. But nope. Rumors are that Tr- Taylor Swift had a suite at SoFi and canceled days before. My guess is he knew throughout the week he wasn't playing.
3: And she was already in LA for yeah. the Golden Globes. Did you uh, see the guy's joke fall a little flat there? Well, Joe Coy. What's that? Joe Coy hit a joke I on the Swift. I didn't watch the Golden Globes last night. There was of a, jokes there flat. Was a yeah, yeah. there's a
2: pretty big NFL postseason there game was. involving a Chief's future opponent.
3: I saw it on social media. Joe Coy, who is the host of it, made this joke in his monologue about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Uh, the big difference
1: between the Golden Globes and the NFL on the Golden Globes. We have fewer camera shots of Taylor Swift. I swear, there's just more to go to. Here. She gave Sorry him like a that. dead stare. Dead stare. Crowd Wait, no. did not respond.
3: <laughs> he did not deliver that
4: joke great. Right.
2: Jim Gaffigan <laughs> was better. I'm face. told. Jim, I'm told Jim Gaffigan was funnier at the Golden Globes.
4: Who's telling you that? Clips. Oh, yeah. According to social media, he was not. He was. Well, he doesn't mm, hold anything back. Not, Gaffigan well, well, made every. Yeah, Hollywood was not joke. not good at all.
2: Yeah, Jim Gaffigan made every joke. Uh, Hollywood joke that you could think of.
4: <laughs> it didn't seem like people
3: liked the uh, didn't like Joe Coy. Didn't seem like yeah. they were a fan of his work, including. I
2: mean, the I'm not Taylor really f- I'm not really familiar with him anyway. to Be honest, I'm I not, he's, he's a comedian, with and I like stand up. I just watched the Chappelle one. We can have a whole conversation about that off air. I don't think that's an on air conversation, but uh, yeah, why not? Uh, a little controversial. <laughs> oh. uh, I did watch it though. Um, did you guys but watch yeah. the Cat Williams interview with? Uh, I did not with Shannon. No, Shannon. I did Shannon watch
4: that because everyone
3: was talking about it, so I was fascinated because. He started just burying every oh, person yeah. who's stolen from him in the last, like, 25 years, which, you know, kind of interesting, Drew. The whole
4: conversation was two hours and 45 minutes. I think I, I, there was a clip that was a half hour uh, that was good. But, yeah, he was calling everybody out, I think. It, and then Kevin Hart threw threw some shade back at him. And Comedy a, is a fun place to be, obviously, unless you're getting booed like Coy was yeah. during the Golden Globes. That that's, was not fun.
3: That's probably makes it less fun. Gold's a big day, not just because of the snow, which... Still looks like it's coming down pretty good. Um, but Jackson County said to me today, we know that because of the joint statement, the Royals and the chiefs made the other day. And I saw the text line asking about it again. And be like, Oh, they should just, they're not putting this stadium where it is. It's a big deal right now for Jackson County because the Royals and chiefs finally linked arms, held hands on Friday, went public, right? With their relationship that they want an extension. Of, and we knew a lot of this. We knew that they wanted an extension of the three, eight sales, sales, sa- sales tax, for weeks, the rumor had been that they were willing to pay the taxes and all this stuff. But they sent out that joint statement for one reason, Gold, and that's to put pressure on Jackson County to put them on the ballot today. Today. That's when they want this thing to pass and when they're anticipating finding out where they are. But Frank White, the the speed in which he put out a statement that said not so fast was concerning. Yeah, I mean... I saw some people earlier saying... Hey, you know, if this new stadium gets passed, just don't bring his statue over. We're good. <laughs> like, yeah, you know what? That one,
2: maybe it doesn't make the trip. It, and I'm not there. No, it's one of those where it's like it I, in transit to the new stadium. It unfortunately broke. Uh, we're in the process of recovering it. Sorry, we won't have it ready on opening day, 2028. Our apologies, Frank. Um, anyway, so, oops, uh, the joint statement. Yeah, was was it something that probably should have happened a while ago. Uh, the 3-8-cent sales tax, the concessions that were uh, announced in regards to insurance and that the teams are going to take care of that instead. Uh, these are things that, understandably so, the county should want the teams to uh, handle themselves. They can. They can afford it, obviously, and they should. The issue is what you said. Very quickly after, Frank White was like, well, there is no deal. They got seven years, so the lease is up anyway. We got plenty of time. No urgency. Uh, says he wants a better deal, still never outlines exactly what that looks like, uh, refuses to do any public interviews. Um, and today, the Jackson County legislator does have an opportunity, and Frank White does, to allow the public, It's a, how about this idea? Let the public vote and decide if they think it's a good deal for Jackson County or not. Look, I don't live in Jackson County. I will not be voting on this. You do not live in Jackson County anymore, right? Um, but when you're thinking about the issues people have more than valid, but let the people decide then. Yeah. Like, stop stop playing these games behind closed doors. Why are move, you deciding move, yourself, Frank? Why do you why do you only get to decide? Move it forward to a ballot measure in April. And if it gets shot down, okay. Well then the people have spoken. Right. Let let the people decide. That's my problem with this. Now, one thing that I do not like with the recent development with all of this, including the through the joint side. statement, is that every sign right now is that. The KC, old Casey star site uh, is the favorite all of a sudden, which we know is not East Village. It is kind of Crossroads-ish. And the problem I have with that, other than, you know, hey, there's already established businesses and you're going to move them out, is the whole part that I was excited for, other than it was a new stadium, was the real thought that financially, after John Sherman puts in a billion dollars of his own money for the ballpark sure. district, that that revenue, when they own the hotel and the restaurant and the retail and the the condos or whatever, right, that's revenue that goes to the team that doesn't count against revenue sharing and that they would put that money back into the team. I believe that that – I bought them on that idea. I believe them. But if you do the KC Star site, I'm not so sure you can accomplish the same thing on that site and if it's true that that's because folks with that own uh, P&L and stuff would like them not to have a separate entertainment district, then that sours me a little bit. I'll be honest. Like, I'm still for a downtown stadium, but it's not nearly as impactful as I thought uh, for not only the city, but I was really excited about the possibility of the ballpark district and having them find a way to put more money on the team. And if you're not going to have a true ballpark district around it
3: that you own, then what what are we doing? Then are you actually getting the benefits of the cash flow? Plus... I'll be honest, I don't really love the displacement of the businesses that would have to occur just to make that site viable. Feels kind of bad to move businesses that are established and have established themselves there and ask them or force them to move just to make this site work. I don't love that. I will say this. Be very careful, though. Um, We said the same thing when it was clear it was Frank White's camp the first time. When the documents linked in like, it's going to cost a billion dollars in taxes in order to do this. And they misplaced like 7,000 decimals or whatever. So be very careful. Right now, there's going to be, you're going to read more about it today, right before this thing up to, And you're going to see people suggest, oh, you know what? They're not even telling you about all the hidden costs. Yeah, uh, that's every site. That's not just the Casey Start site. That was going to be East Village. That was going to be Clay County part of these stadium deals that they do not talk about neither side talks about when talking about these deals are the infrastructure improvements the teams expect the city to make in order to make this site work so when you see two three four hundred million dollars of unaccounted city improvements yeah that's part of the price tag the original deal was always a two billion dollar thing in which which he had proposed you know, a billion to fund the ballpark village by himself. And then he would cover the difference between the stuff that wouldn't get done between the 200 million. They're asking for the three, eighths in sales tax and future. Be very careful with those numbers because people are throwing them out because they want to throw problems into the site selection. As ideally we're getting closer. What's your guess, by the way, just take a shot today when Jackson County meets this afternoon about the stadium, will they buy the end of the day? Will we get to roll in here tomorrow and say, The Royals have selected a site and they will be on the April ballot.
2: Yeah, man. Like, I I know I'm supposed to give you a quick answer on this. I think we have seen while the pressure was put on Frank White Friday. The problem, the reason why I'm not as confident that today's the day, because technically today's not the deadline. It's a huge day, but like. Deadlines per action kind of thing. and, and, And that's what's caused some momentum towards it. But it's January 8th. The deadline is the 22nd, right? Now it takes time for them to put paperwork together. That's the only reason why I'm still hesitant is like, oh, does he think I mean Frank White's own statement says, Well, the lease is up in seven years. We've got time. He has no urgency. And that's the problem. That's just not how these deals work though, as you and I both know. Yeah, they don't the wait until time on wait. the lease doesn't matter. They don't wait until two years before the lease is up to look forward towards renovation. Again, we're not just talking about this 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 thing today is not just about the Royals. About the Chiefs, it has too. the Chiefs tied in for the 3 three eighth cent sales tax, plus yep. whatever state money eventually they gotta get. And that is for a renovation of Arrowhead, which I know the Chiefs, of course, have all the leverage, and and if it was just a Chiefs standalone, everybody would have no problem voting for it. But again, we're not even getting to the like. That's why, like, when I see, I'm, I'm not telling you whether you should be for or against it. You guys know where I stand. Obviously, I'm pro downtown stadium, but we can't even get to the point where the public has a chance to actually vote. That's the that's, we can't even get there yet. No, it does that, feel
3: like it's like one person deciding the fate for the entire county. I'm not saying. I mean, his job is Jackson County Executive. I get it, but um, it does feel like. That if there's enough momentum from all the other parties involved, including the only person who seemingly is talking on the board, which is Manny (laughs) Abarca, if 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 there's weight behind the rest of this to move forward, then it feels like at some point we got to just let the people decide. Frank, like I understand, like he's worried he's going to be buried somehow, because like if this if they don't get the economic benefits that they're claiming out of this, he didn't get the best deal. I'm like, but if you don't give them a choice, like they still get to choose. Like, if you don't think this is the best deal, you can still say that after the deal's on paper if you want.
2: You don't have to. Yeah, it's the balance of talking about, like, clearly uh, the best-case scenario, obviously, is that the county doesn't have to pay a dime.
3: Yeah, they just okay? get the
2: stadiums. And in the scenario where the county doesn't pay a dime involves neither team being in your county. That's just reality. Yeah. Like, of it. And Even though they dismissed the Clay county right,
3: site on Friday.
2: Right. And so, like, the money you're giving towards these stadium projects... What happens if all of a sudden neither team is in your county and you're not, in for the city as well, to my KCMO, and you're not getting the earnings tax and you're not getting, hey, we just talked about Messi all of a sudden. By the way, Sporting KC, who is located where? In Kansas City, Kansas, is taking a game of theirs and playing it in Kansas City, Missouri. In Jackson in County. In Jackson County. Why? Not because they think Jackson County is just cooler. No, because Arrowhead is there. So that's like that's why Beyonce Performed in KC Mo in Jackson County because Arrowhead was there. If the football stadium was in Kansas City, Kansas, Beyonce would go to Kansas City, Kansas. You can say you don't care about Beyonce. I don't care if you care about the performer. The money associated with said performer for tax revenue purposes is crucial.
3: And the Kansas City earnings tax and all these things that fund it. I know that there is more at play. And these things are always complicated. And gold, every stadium deal gets ugly every single one gets ugly, but sometimes they call the other end of these bluffs. That's what seemingly Jackson County doesn't think is happening here. Is that sometimes the other end of the bluff gets called and then teams just end up in Kansas.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. This, I, I mean, the fact, I mean, this thing has been going on for so long. Uh. I think everybody's ready for it to be done. And again, it's not done just because it goes, it still has to be voted on by the public, but just this hold up in Frank white. And then again, the poor messaging on the Royals and the chiefs part. I really put it on the Royals more than the chiefs. Um, it's just been a mess. It's been annoying. It's a mess. And I, I just this this site thing in particular is what right now is driving me crazy because I, I just think the Casey star site is not what has been proposed, frankly, for two years in terms of the vision. And all of a sudden, if that's true, it's going to change. And I think I think that's a problem. But that's a conversation we can have once we find out for sure.
3: Yeah, I don't love it. But I you know what? I know this isn't the technical deadline because they could meet a week from now or two weeks from now and still technically get inside the ballot. I think Friday was the way of the Royals put it. The the Royals and Chiefs put it down to this thing like, hey, when you guys meet on Monday, you got to put us on the ballot or we got to start figuring other things out. So I actually do think today is I know it's a soft deadline, but I think it's a deadline. I think they will put them on the ballot today, but it's just guessing. I wish I had some inside source for you to tell you this thing's going to get done, but I don't.
2: All right, coming up next, guys, we'll get to what's trending. We'll get back into what's going on in the NFL. Busy day in the NFL and one team that might be the next one to emerge in the AFC.
0: Original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. What's trending? All right,
2: let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending Number one on what's trending. We know the Chiefs will welcome in the Miami Dolphins Saturday, 7 o'clock at Arrowhead. You can hear the game over on 106.5 The Wolf. Also, of course, it'll be on Peacock exclusively for those of you outside the KC market. If you're in Kansas city, you don't have to have Peacock. You can watch it on KSHB 41. We got a lot of text. A lot of people asking locally in the KC market. You do not have to subscribe to Peacock. Although I'm sure there's plenty of people that subscribed last night, freaking out about it. I get it.
3: But if you want to do it in solidarity for people who can't watch it <laughs> outside of Kansas city, you know, go ahead. Pay your six, six bucks.
2: It's five or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Six, six bucks. bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh The Chiefs three and a half point favorites gets the Dolphins. We'll talk more as the week goes on. We prefer the Pittsburgh Steelers. Of course, that didn't happen. Buffalo Bills are the two seed. They're going to take on seven seed Pittsburgh and Buffalo. If you're looking ahead, the potential playoff path for the Chiefs. If all the seedings held true, the Chiefs would play Miami. And with the win, they would go to Buffalo. And with a win, they would go to Baltimore. Be their most impressive one yet. Oh, it would definitely. end What happens when Mahomes has to go on the road? Oh. Oh, you know, just to win at Buffalo and at Baltimore. That would be incredible. Long, long ways to go. But uh, that would be something. Worry about Miami first. No. Next
3: up on what training is Black Monday in the NFL. The Falcons wasted no time. They let Arthur Smith go at 12.01 Eastern time. So he's out of the job. Later in the day, the Washington Commanders have let go of Ron Rivera. Their ownership group, they've got a big panel trying to decide that. They'd asked about Eric Bieniemy. They said they want to get their football ops in order first before they start interviewing coaches like Eric. That's not a no or a yes about whether he'll have a job. He hasn't been mentioned with any other jobs as far as request for an interview yet. The only guy out of the Chiefs so far who's been requested for interviews in the front office that's Mike Borgonzi. The Commanders are really doing the heavy lifting here. A lot of these other teams are just being speculated, like oh, the Chargers could have mutual interest with, and the Chargers and the Raiders could have mutual interest with Harbaugh, or the Falcons could be interested in Bill Belichick, according to Diana russini A lot of names just kind of floating out there, but Bill Belichick's not out of a job yet. According to Ian Rapport earlier in the day, Dennis Allen's job is probably safe for New Orleans, although I don't get that at all. And probably because I didn't think he was
2: a good coach before, but, you know, point Him winning nine games probably saved his job.
3: Yeah, more often than not. But when you go back through and look at those things, it doesn't seem like it's going to be like the blackest. of fr- Because so many of those other players, some of those other coaches already got fired, right? Antonio Pierce's job already came open. We already saw Frank Reich already lost his job. So it might just be a handful of openings this year.
2: Yeah, Antonio Pierce might get the job. I mean Josh McDaniels he was might. fired, but Antonio Pierce would be the interim head coach. Next up on watch trending tonight, national championship game, Washington and Michigan. It's down in Houston, Michigan. The favorites of this one, four-and-a-half-point favorites to be exact. Michael Pinnock Jr. was sensational against Texas. It's going to likely take another perfect game from him. If they were to upset the Michigan Wolverines, running back Dylan Johnson, according to Pete Thamel, is expected to play. He got hurt towards the end of the game against Texas, uh, but you know what? It's, it's college football; they don't have to disclose anything about injuries. So we so. don't know the seriousness. We don't know. We know it's a foot injury. It, that's all we know.
3: Like the you know like or in the Lions' case where they have to actually put out a thing. At least uh, Dan Campbell said that there was a slight, slight chance Laporta would play. But yeah, we have no idea about Washington tonight. I think Michigan will win. I think Michigan will actually cover the, Harbaugh's you guys are last the game. Of that, but still, and then it might be Harbaugh's last game. Yeah, you know, like you said, before he has the NFL next up on watch training, sporting Kansas city, announcing a switch and their game on April 13th against inter Miami. That game originally slated for Lionel Messi to make his MLS debut against sporting to be at sporting park. They've changed the site venue. They're putting the game at arrowhead instead A lot more negative backlash to that announcement from Sporting Kansas City and on our text line than I was expecting, I think because if you're a Sporting Kansas City season ticket holder, it feels like you got screwed here. I would hope Sporting KC takes care of the people who bought season tickets and make sure they have good seats for this game. But this seems good for the sport. It seems good for sporting. It seems good for the people who wanted to watch an all-time great soccer player play at a more reasonable price with more availability to watch it. I understand if your you are going to get screwed because you bought season tickets,
2: and some people bought tickets or packages because they were, you know, that was the way yep. to get tickets. So I, I think there's frustrating. But what you said there, one, obviously it's a business move, duh. And the second part is there are a lot of people uh, that weren't going to be able to buy season tickets or pay the outrageous price on the secondary market, and now you open up an extra fifty thousand fans potentially to go see a, a, a soccer game in Kansas City. I think it's important for soccer in KC. So, I, I hear both sides, but I think overall it's a more beneficial move. And tickets will start at $65. Bucks. Uh, if you are a Jackson County resident or a sporting season ticket holder, there's earlier pre-sales and on-sales uh, for you. How do you think it'll sell out?
1: I, I do. I do. I do. Yes. Thinking about it more. Yes.
2: Thinking about it more. Initially, I asked you guys that earlier. I, I think, yeah, it, it will. Based off of remember, I, I was thinking just KC, but you're going to have soccer fans from Omaha, any of the people Iowa. who couldn't
3: afford him from the other markets who wanted yeah. to go watch Messi, now can, yeah. will come here to watch
2: I mean Absolutely. I mean, think about, it, like, fans in Oklahoma City, you know, Omaha. St. Louis, maybe. St. Louis, even though they have an MLS team now. Like, there's going to be plenty of soccer, uh, you, you know, whether you use soccer or whatever from the area. Heck, you know, people, I mean, all over, man. Like, out west people. in Wichita, man, like, yeah. if you know now you have a chance to go to a game, and uh, I think. It's a smart decision.
3: It's going to look great for the city, by the way. Nationally televised game in which 70,000 people are World cheering Cup. on yeah. a soccer game before the World Cup comes to Kansas City. I know sometimes as an individual it feels like you are kind of be robbed of that, but the moment for the city will be very cool.
2: And lastly, don't forget this Friday it's our Playoff Pilsner Beer Release Party over at Block Brewery. That's at 6 o'clock this Friday. That's January 12th. Dusty will be doing his show after hours starting at 6. We'll have the entire 610 Sports Radio crew hanging out. Also, F325 barbecue, having some tailgate food. It's going to be a fun time. I See, obviously, obviously, early in the week, bad weather. Looks like, as of right now, Friday, it could be later in the night before we get snow and everything like that. Warm up with us. Have some beer. Have a good time. Night before the postseason. You'll be in the house all week. Get out of the house a little bit on Friday.
3: Yeah, that's kind of what it feels like. This feels like one of those.
2: Plus, the weather's going to change 100 times before Friday, so you never know.
3: Yeah, that is true. Weather's already changed today. Based on the estimates we had this morning and the estimates they're giving now, Couple which seems on the time I get home, it might be different too.
2: Yeah, it's still not sticking to the road by us outside of our um, no, not really out of our window, but it's 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 coming down, man. It is winter in Kansas City after all. Drew's first winter in Kansas City comes over from Florida. Someone Snowboard. says snowbird. That's right. See,
3: this is just haters what? stuff. Nine one three. They're going to move the game to air, and he's not going to play anyway. Come well, there's on, a mean, ch- right? there is a chance of that.
2: But that's, that's the risk you have
3: with any sporting event, right? I also think, just so you know, like when they do these like rest games in the NBA and stuff, MLS knows. Uh, Messi, who wants to own part of an MLS team or have a chance to buy it the same way that Beckham got all this money by buying Inter-Miami and doing all this stuff, if they're going to have seventy thousand people in front of it, they're going to do what they can to have Messi well, play. Well, as long as he's healthy. Yeah.
2: But the injury part, like that's the risk with any sporting event. Like, sure. oh, you bought tickets to see Mahomes play whatever or Rogers. Well, Rogers got COVID in two thousand twenty. Sorry. Like, that's bad, ex- bad example because fans weren't there. But you get my point. Like, the, the the point is injury. Buying tickets to an event and hoping someone doesn't get hurt happens with every single sporting event ever. Now. Messy if he just chooses to just not play or something, that's a whole different conversation. I don't think that would be the case. Uh, if you look at the schedule,
4: too, they have two games at home before and then one game after. I feel like okay. hey, you're at home. I mean, maybe he sits one of those out because he knows it's, that this
2: one game is going to be at Arrowhead. I don't know. Yeah, look, they tell I mean, him. Someone says, guys, there's a chance. you guys, yeah, we're talking there's about here. there's always a chance. Um Again, don't don't buy tickets. Then, like i mean it's probably like people will buy tickets. People aren't going to be like not going to buy any tickets until 100 percent the night before we know Messi's playing. That's just not how this stuff works. There'll
3: be a chance that you know you buy a ticket to an NFC title game, and all of a sudden it's their fourth string quarterback playing. You know, yeah. you no, know there's
2: definitely risk involved with buying your ticket. Like how early in the season schedule is that? About a month. Pretty early, yeah. April 13th, I believe, is the... er, Yeah, and early
3: March or so is usually when the sport, or late February. That's early. Because I know their spring training in Arizona Uh, is a very similar time as, like, the Royals, right? It
2: does say sporting season ticket members will not have to pay for parking. Nice. That's what I saw in the release, at least. That if you're a sporting season ticket holder, then you don't have to worry about parking out at Arrowhead. But the rest of y'all... Get your cash ready. <laughs> <laughs> how, how much is parking? tailgate? <laughs> tailgate. Uh, a true
3: tailgate for a little sporting KC? I don't know. I don't know if they'll charge like Chiefs ticket parking prices or if they'll like, they'll charge like Royals ticket parking. What tar- is Chief? Cheese, cheese is like is seventy six, bucks, 60, yeah, depending on if you buy an advance. Sixty Advanced dollars to park, sixty or seventy bucks to. By the way, that's nothing because that's like the bottom fifth in the NFL based yeah, on true, parking because prices. It's, it's weird, one, but
2: it's just one huge lot. Think about it. if you go to a game like at Lambeau, I'll just yeah. use it like. There's all these other random people selling spots for thirty, or, but you're also sure, walking sure. a long ways. Like, and some people are paying like
3: there are only two parking options really. Yet there's you go to, gold parking, slightly better, yeah. or oh, regular platinum. parking. There's like there is gold platinum. platinum, platinum there's, not diff- uh, there's not a huge swing. There's not a like the Cowboys number
2: of. We, you've been the Cowboys stadium. You've been right. Have you been on the Cowboys I haven't. Anyway, Cowboy stadium? So you go there, and there are spots anywhere near, and you're talking ninety dollars, hundred dollars to park anywhere near. I'm stunned. Like, yeah. Oh, Co- yeah. Cole,
3: I swear. I, what I, was the place you got ripped off for parking? Was that?
2: Oh, my buddy Cow ended Wars? up giving the, no, it was a White Sox game. Oh, why? That's just because he gave some, <laughs> he gave, he, a White Sox game, we were there this summer and we were pulling up and the guy's like, oh, it'll be, hey, yeah, you can just park in this lot right up here. We saw the stadium. You can park in this lot right here. It's 50 bucks to park or whatever. Gives them the money. The guy like yells down there. All right, they're coming. And then we get there and there's no lot and we look Ah, back, and this guy, and we find out it was, yeah, and they're like, yeah, don't even worry about calling the cops, because he'll just run back, because it's right by the projects, like, the stadium for the White Sox is not in a great location. Yeah, and and so, like, you, like, like, yeah, we'll just run back into the projects right there. I got your 50
3: bucks. Well, his 50 bucks. Not your 50 bucks. Not my money.
2: Not my money. Um, I'm
3: stunned, because I swear. But for Royals, it's what? What is it, 20?
2: Someone's, uh, I haven't paid for Royals parking in a while. I haven't either, but Um, I think it's 20. Someone says, well, the Chiefs uh, season ticket holders get early access. Yeah, I understand the release, it looks like again, Jackson County residents and chief season ticket holders will have an opportunity for the earlier on sale for uh sporting KC game with Messi there. I swear
4: Colts ticket Colts uh parking like right next to the stadium is twenty five dollars.
2: That's great. Uh, that's that's great. S- Sixty dollars really? is
4: insane.
2: Yeah, people tailgating, it's a whole experience, you know? Oh my God. You're riding with multiple that people. Twenty five bucks? was the last time you went though?
4: To a Colts game yeah. t- two years ago. Okay. okay. The the most uh, for for a Pacers game for example, of course it's different. But for a Pacers game, it was four dollars I'd pay for parking.
2: Four dollars? Yes.
4: <laughs> what? What are you living in? Like Dubuque? Was four dollar parking anywhere in this country? There is a parking garage that has a ton, two tunnels that connect directly. How far away? It, it can, there's a tunnel that connects to this to the arena. Her. Four dollars to park. Eight dollars if you want a covered lot. I can't four dollars on in the, route. the crossroads with a yeah. meter for four dollars. Yeah, t- that, that's means. why. That's why I told you I'm stunned. And $60? we are not.
2: And we are not an expensive parking. Text city. line says, Drew. Let the Colts go to five straight AFC title <laughs> games, three Super Bowls, <laughs> and two wins. Let's see how much their parking is then. In fairness, I, I will say that's this though: uh, in 2012, parking was still like forty dollars. it wasn't cheap. Stunned. That it is that much, but yes, pricing has gone up as uh, the team successes. So, success the, has so gone
4: up. if you so one ticket is
2: sixty, so you pay sixty five bucks. But you're, you're going, going to, to, you're not driving by yourself, correct. probably. You're probably having other people in the car with
4: you. But you're 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 essentially dropping. Say I do go by myself.
2: <laughs> okay.
4: Sixty five dollars for the ticket, sixty bucks to park. Uber.
2: You're less than sixty you're, bucks to you're Uber.
4: Pay, that's a good
2: point. You're you're also yeah. going to get sporting something to eat and cheap. drink. You're going to drop one
4: hundred and fifty yeah. bucks. Yeah,
2: sporting events aren't cheap, unfortunately. They're not. Yeah. I thought we knew this. Yeah, they're not I, like I was would. When I was man. in
4: college, like five years <laughs> ago, I would go to Pacers games for ten dollars. Yeah, NBA has
2: eighty something games, dude. And,
4: and you, 40 something, 40, forty something at home. Sorry. I can also go to a Royals
3: game for ten bucks. Yeah, yeah, I would if
4: I choose one in July. I would pay less. twenty bucks to go to a Pacers game with parking
2: and with a oh, hot dog. I, I don't included. doubt you on NBA game again. If, if we had an NBA team here after like the first five years, when everything settles down. You could get like I mean, right now if I were to go on stubble Oklahoma City, I don't know who the hell they're playing tonight. I bet you I can get in for fifteen bucks. Like I don't doubt that. But that's because there's forty something home games. I'm if just, the cheap, if the NFL had forty home games, then parking and tickets would all be cheaper from a God. you know, per game basis.
3: By the way, speaking of tickets, because of the very cold and snowy weather this week in Kansas City, the ticket prices? The the get it's, go it's only gonna go down. It's only gonna go down. Pretty cheap for a playoff game. Really cheap for a playoff game. Yeah. You could get in the building right now. Let's see. In the building right now to watch the Chiefs play on, you know, secondary ticket broker site. 60 bucks. Mm. Well,
2: no, I'm sorry. 80 bucks. 80 bucks. For GA? Before fees. Before fees. There's no way that's with fees. (laughs) There's no way that's with fees.
3: By the way, I'm just going to say. Wow. without, Without calling out any particular one. Why do they always say they're selling fast? No matter what. Even,
4: no matter Here, what Cody, event with, I look with,
2: at. With it. fees, 124
4: That's cheap. That's because they, they know it's going to be negative seven. It's only going to keep dropping. Yeah. Unless,
2: unless the the yeah. forecast is way off, I would say wait to buy your tickets if you're trying to go still. Don't buy them today. That's just my my advice that you can completely ignore. But that I, I would say if you're planning on going, don't need to buy your tickets today. You can wait. Apparently, I I, apparently up, I've been
4: spoiled with cheap tickets. Someone says it's like Drew that.
2: Lucas Oil Stadium parking, forty in the actual parking. That's what it says. Twenty We're looking f- it up. Yeah, twenty five in someone's front yard. No tailgating though in the parking garage. I don't know what they're That's talking about. No about. I was here.
4: across the street in a parking lot. Across the street in a parking lot. Like I Well yeah, I, mean, I can street, park it at the minute no, mark probably uh, for thirty bucks you know, too. You no, know, I crossed the street and I'm there. I you it is one <laughs> row. It is a two minute walk to the stadium. Twenty dollars. There ain't. There is no two-minute walk <laughs> into the
3: yeah. Even if you're in the parking lot, it's not a, a two-minute walk. Lot. It's a big parking right lot.
4: Right off of West Street.
3: I miss. I'll say this. I miss when I was a kid. I could go to Royals games and they had a bus that went directly there,
2: so I could just get oh, on the cool. bus. Well, the for Chiefs. Like the Chiefs. I don't bucks, know if they still do it. And it would take me um, straight there. It was fantastic. The Chiefs used to have one. I don't know if they again. They may still have this. so I apologize, but. I, I Years and years ago, like in South Op, you could you could get on a, a bus that would take you to Chiefs games on Sunday morning or whatever. I don't, maybe that still exists, but um yeah, back in the day.
3: And this is what we we're talking about earlier when I said, you know, <laughs> in America, you could take bri- People used to take bribes, and now we're running into this. I love the the playoffs are going to be fun because we're going to talk about all these other matchups later on. Yes, because I think that there's a, a a very strong theme amongst a lot of these games. I think you and I were probably doing the same thing, like most teams, which is. Both embarrassed for the Jags, who started 8-3 and and then missed the postseason. Something that's bad enough that is going to put Doug Peterson directly in the hot seat next year. And I think that, to a point, the Jags failed Lawrence a little bit, but he also came up way short once again, as they have for multiple years in a row. God, C.J. Stroud's good. C.J. Stroud is the good, like immediately the goods. This is the thing that kills me about when you're stuck at quarterback and you can't decide what to do. Is it for the guys that you know are good? You know they're good immediately. We didn't have to wait on C.J. Stroud. Gold. we were eight weeks into the season. The real season, special like, ones. Yep, he can
2: yeah. play. The real special quarterbacks. And C.J. Stroud appears AFC. to be that. Not to mention they, nailed, they the Texans just they 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 went ahead and and nailed everything they've done the last offseason. They've had Stroud, a couple of great drafts in a row. D'Amico Ryan, a great head coach hire. Will Anderson, another great defensive pick. They have they have the three most important pieces. They got the quarterback, the head coach, and a stud pass rusher. They got all three already. They're all all first year guys, and this is why. Like, if you're, this is when we're talking about best jobs. As nice as it is to have Justin Herbert already, if you're the Chargers, if you're the Commanders, now you got to hit on it, right? You got all this cap space. You got a number two overall pick. You got you got five top one hundred picks. You can turn your franchise around quick. Now, easier said than done. Plenty of guys that have been drafted at the quarterback spot in multiple years. It doesn't matter which one you would have drafted. None of them would have been as good as CJ Stroud already is, but the the Houston Texans um, are going to be a problem in the AFC going forward. I don't know this year, if they go on a run or not, Uh, it's still a very young team that has some holes, but they're ahead of schedule. And and that's going to be, uh, I think a a team that we add to the contender list, right in the, uh, in the AFC almost kind of have to just
3: based on what they're doing. And this thing, by the way, real quick, the Royals have yeah, released a just, new statement uh-huh. <laughs> on the stadium site. It says the Kansas city Royals commitment to a strong CBA and always has been unwavering. The history of both the Royals and our ownership group is focused on the positive community impacts with a particular emphasis on undeserved or sorry underserved communities. We have studied successful CBAs, both locally, including the new airport terminal and nationally, including the Milwaukee bucks, Tampa Bay rays, and Buffalo bills. And expect to include many of those elements. With our commitment to Jackson County made clear last week, we will engage with community leaders and organizations to solidify a transformative CBA that will strengthen our hometown. Why are they releasing their own separate statement ahead of this meeting?
2: Yeah. So I think what this is, if you've been following whether it's some of the things that Manny Abarca from the Jackson County legislature uh, has said that one of the concerns from some people was wanting a commitment or at least acknowledgement that they'd be willing to, to have a a strong CBA uh, with some of these groups. Right. Um, And this is before, I don't know what time the meeting actually starts or whatever, but I think this is their way publicly of saying, all right, don't use that as an excuse for not pushing it for work. We're here. We are publicly committing to doing this. Now, is it in writing and all that? I have no idea, but, This is a public statement they put out in their support. So I wonder if this is to get ahead of or if this is something that was quote-unquote required to put out publicly to ease some concerns. This is pure speculation. Uh, To ease some concerns from those on the Jackson County legislator or one guy in particular, the Jackson County executive, Frank White. God, this, this meeting
3: today comes with such weight for the Royals, for the city, for the future of both the Royals and the Chiefs and the areas of the city in which they're going to be in. And all of these things in between, it's there's just a lot of lifting in all of these conversations. And I'm still not totally sure which way this is going to go when this meeting, which is supposed to take place at some point today, eventually does. Like, And I mean... I don't know. This doesn't sound way different than what they'd said before. They're like, "We're committed to Jackson County, and we'll make sure
2: that." Yeah, but this has to do with the yeah the CBA. You know, yeah. they're getting to some of the union groups and some other things as well, and community impact and 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 dedication to certain you know organizations. Uh, this is a little bit different than that.
3: Okay. Any more or less confident now that this is going to get done um, later? I, no, I
2: mean, I, I I don't I can't tell if this is. Hey, this is like part of the. Hey, we do this and like that. Okay, we acknowledge that you're acknowledging your commitment to this, or if this is more of the PR game, like, hey, don't come out here in about two hours and claim that we didn't commit to this. We just put out a statement committing to it. I don't know. Again, this is we're alert, This is all happening on the fly. neither of us have talked to anybody about this uh, since it came out. Just that's just I'm just reading just three minutes ago. Yeah, I'm just that's just my you yeah, guys my reaction. That's my reaction to that statement being put out.
3: Interesting. The Royals are putting in a lot more statements than they did for all these other months. Probably because you know
2: well, it's they're trying close. to get on
3: an April ballot, in which the deadline to do to get on that ballot is just a few weeks away.
2: We'll be back at it tomorrow, and probably talking more about stadium projects and what the what happens at the Jackson County Legislature meeting. Uh, today and the impact that that could have. Hopefully, we're talking about it moving forward with a vote. If not, it's going to be much of the same. And then, really, the countdown for January twenty second will be on. We'll get also in a little bit more to the Miami Dolphins tomorrow. Nate Taylor, perhaps, going to join us. Uh, Vinny Pasquantino as well. Hope you guys have a safe rest of the day. Be careful driving out there. And uh, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow at ten a.m.
1: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears?